Uh, but we're going to talk about walking in spiritual authority. Walking in spiritual authority. And so what does that look like? No, what is all that about? Thank you, Pastor David. Can you all let Pastor David know how much you appreciate him? Thank you, brother. Um, but but we, we talk about spiritual. What is that? What does that look like? And do I or you, do we really need that authority? Well, what's the big deal? Why do we need that? And here's the reason why that God really put in my heart, if we are going to experience the miraculous of God, people being healed, people being set free, I mean, people being set free from bondages and marriages being restored, then, then, then we need to walk in the authority of God. We need to walk in that authority. And so this morning, I'm going to show you what that looks like and how that you can actually walk in this spiritual authority. And so here's the first question I want to ask you. Do you believe that Jesus walked in that spiritual authority? Well, sure he did. Let me give you a scripture on this where he walked in this spiritual authority. In Mark 1, verses 27, the people were all so amazed that they asked each other, what is this? A new teaching and with authority. Do you see that? With authority, he even gives orders to impure spirits and they obeyed him. Now, how many of you would love to be able to walk in that? Now, we know, we know that Jesus understood what walking in authority was all about. And we also know that God has all authority and we know that angels has authority, right? We know that, but here's the question. Can we have this authority? Can God give us this authority? And the answer to that is yes. And I'm going to show you here. Let's go to the next one in Luke chapter 9, verses 1. Because I get excited about this. And listen, we all need to understand and know how to walk in this authority. So I'm going to show you as we go. Then he called his 12 disciples together and gave them power and authority over just a few of the enemies of the devil, just a few of them. No, listen to this very closely. He gave them power and authority over all. What's the Greek word for all? All, okay, seriously, all demons and to cure diseases. How many of you would love to operate in that? I would love to operate all the time. Now, what, we're going to come back to this, all demons, all Satan's enemies, okay, that, 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 that got thrown out of heaven with Lucifer, okay? So, so here's what I want us to go now. Now, the disciples, because we'll say, well, Pastor Gary, I do have a power authority. I'm operating in a power authority, but are we really? Are we really seeing the miraculous happening in our world today? Are we really seeing people being uh, set free from bondages like, like, we, that, like they ought to? Are we really seeing people healed? Because when the disciples, when they prayed over the sick and ever they began to pray, the, the demons left. And people were, were, were healed. They, they saw that with their eyes. But what's happening in our world today? What's really going on? Are we really experiencing the healing? When someone comes and they're, they're, they need a healing from God, are they, are they really getting healed? And why, is, why do we have to you know, fuss with it and, and keep praying, whatever? But, but I want to see God work and move in the miraculous. And so there are keys that we're going to look at this morning. Because he gives us some keys. And so as I thought about this, because we're, we're walking in authority, is, there, is it possibly 
that, that we have a problem understanding authority and how God gives us this authority. I'll be honest, I do. I mean, for, for years, I didn't understand the authority of God. So is there something about authority that we're not understanding? Because if we can understand God's authority, then I really truly believe that we can start seeing God move in the miraculous a lot more. Amen. And so what I want to do, I want to show you three things about authority that I found this week that, that it's, it gets me excited, and I'm hoping it's going to get you excited. So again, I'm with Denny. Please take notes on this. Because if you want to see the miraculous, maybe some of you are here today and you're sick or someone you know is sick or someone needs to be set free or or, or maybe a marriage is falling apart or maybe finances is falling apart or whatever they're going through and they need a miracle. I'm telling you, when we begin to operate in the authority of God, we'll start to see miracles. We'll start to see the miraculous starting to happen. So let me show you three things about authority that we really need to know. The first one is this, is where do we get authority? Where does authority come from? Well, we get it from the same place Jesus got his authority. Now, when I said that statement, it kind of, you know, it it might say, well, wait a minute, Pastor Gary, I thought Jesus already had authority. It's not true. I'm going to show you. So when we got to understand this, Jesus just didn't have authority Okay, he, he got authority. He received it. Let me show you the scripture here. Let's go here. Matthew 28, verses 18. And Jesus came and spoke to them saying, all authority has been given to me. I just didn't have it, but it's been given to me in heaven and on earth. So God gave him his authority. Now, how many of us would love to have, have that much authority? We'd love to have that kind of authority right? That, I want that authority. And, uh, but to understand this, Jesus understood what it was like to operate under the authority of God. He understood this. And by the way, authority is not earned. It's given. God gives us authority. You don't have to earn it. God gives it to us. Authority is not earned. It's given. And, and another thing about, that I've learned about it as I was studying this week is that it can also be taken away. How many remembers Lucifer? Lucifer had all authority in heaven, but he lost his authority. God took his authority away. Now, I want you to think about this. God took all his authority away and took all of the authority of all the angels that went with him, the third of the angels, remember? Okay, now I want to just let's lay this out on the table so we can get this. Just a moment ago, we read that Jesus prayed over the disciples and gave them all authority and power over all the demonic spirits. Did you just remember that? And so this morning, you have all power and all authority. The next time the enemy tries to come at you, you need to say, no, you don't have more power and more authority than I have because I've been given the power and authority that God has put in me. You you can rebuke the enemy, but the enemy doesn't want you to know that. He wants to try to trick us and make us think that he has the power. No, he doesn't. He's powerless, and and he hears me say that this morning, and he can't do anything about it because I'm a child of God, and God has given me that authority over him. You all need to understand that this morning, and when you get a hold of that truth, it'll set you free. It'll liberate you, and matter of fact, and we see this even in companies. You work for companies, I'm sure. And, and your company has given you authority over your department. 
I, Jason, you work at Morgan's, and they have given you authority over the security in, the, in your department. You have all kinds of authority, but they have given you that power and authority. Many of you others, you have been given power or authority in the areas where you work. Uh, in this ministry, I've given, I've given the authority to Pastor David to be able to do what he did this morning. He, he has all the freedom, all the power, all the authority to do what he's doing. Pastor Greg, same way. We've given all of them the authority to do what they do. But let me ask you this question. Where do they get their spiritual authority? Where do I get my spiritual authority? Where, where do the elders of this church get their spirit authority? They get it and we get it. I get it from the same place Jesus got his. Let me show it to you. Look here. In John chapter 12, verses 49. For Jesus is talking here, for I have not spoken on my own authority. Now watch this. This is so important you catch this. So when Jesus was speaking, he wasn't speaking on his own authority, but the Father who sent me gave me. He, he didn't just already have it. Again, here he says, he gave me a command at what I should say and what I should speak. So every word that Jesus spoke while he was here on earth was commanded by God, by his Father, to speak that. You understand? And so, so Jesus was given his authority by, by the Father. Now, let me go ahead and read you this scripture, John chapter 14, verses 10. It says, Do you not believe that I am in the Father and the Father in me? The words that I speak to you I do not speak on my own. <laughs> Are you just catching something new here you've never seen before? I don't speak on my own authority, but the Father who dwells in me does the works. Now, let me give you a revelation this morning. When it comes to healing and when it comes to casting out spirits, when it comes on, on Wednesday night when we're praying over people, it's not me or it's not you doing it. It's God the one doing it. That's the problem we get caught up. How many times when we're praying for people that we're praying in the authority of God, in our mind, it says God. God's doing this, not me. I'm just a vessel of God. But what happens is, is we push God to the side and we're starting to pray in our, in our own authority. No, all authority comes. So every time Jesus spoke, he was speaking what God was telling him to speak. I want you to think about that this morning. Every time you pray, are you thinking like that? Well, I'm speaking what God's telling me to speak into this person's life. I'm speaking what God's telling me to speak. So, so in other words, let's put this. So it's the Father who casts out demons and heals the sick, not you. I hate to have to burst your bubble. I'd have to burst my bubble. It's not me and it's not you, but it's God. And knowing this truth alone should begin to increase your confidence in the Lord. Your faith should begin to grow because it's not you. It's our heavenly father, the one who's doing it. He's the one who does the healing. And this is the reason why in this church, God has called me to sometimes preach tough messages and it might rub people the wrong way. That, that's, it, it doesn't matter because it's not what I'm trying to speak. It's not what my words, it's the words that God has given me for the church for the hour at that moment to speak to the body of Christ. It's his words. It's not my words. And so when someone has a problem with some of the messages, you need to take it up with God because it's his words. And when, we, when you submit to God and say, I'm yours, God, and every prayer that we pray, Denny, and correct me if I'm incorrect, we always say, God, not my will, but your will, God. This is your service, God. I'm your vessel, God. I submit myself to you, God. I, 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 I'm, I'm nothing but your servant, God. Use me however that you see fit. 
This morning, I don't want any glory. It's, I can't receive glory. God receives all the glory. So next time that you say, Pastor, that was a great message, to God be all the glory for that message. Amen. 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 And not me. I'm just, you know, God could push me aside and use somebody else. Because remember, we have to learn that, 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 that he, he gives authority and he can also take it away. And when we, get to, when we get a hold of this truth, we're going to start to see miracles begin to happen. When we understand it's God and not us. But here's the thing. We have to speak it. We've got to speak that authority into people's lives. Speak that authority. So, number one, where, does, where do we get the authority? We get it from God, the same place Jesus got it, from, from his Father, okay? That's where we get it. Now, here's the question that we're going to really try to answer this morning. Let's go to the, the second one here. Well, we'll go ahead and give that to you. Go ahead and put that back up. If Jesus spoke, well, I just said that to you. Go ahead. If Jesus and the Holy Spirit spoke on the Father's authority, shouldn't we also think about that? But did I jump ahead? I think I jumped ahead of myself. We, we need to go into this truth. We need to go into this truth. Because go back to this scripture. You're there because I jumped over it. Because here's the thing you need to understand. Not only did Jesus get his authority from his Father. Now here, I'm going to really blow you away. What about the Holy Spirit? Think about that. Because I passed this up, and I, I, this is powerful. I don't want to do this. In John chapter 16, verses 13, 15, because you need to hear this. Now watch what it says. However, when he, the Spirit of truth, has come, that's the Holy Spirit, once we get saved, comes inside of us, right? Okay. Now watch what he does. He will guide you into all truth, for he will not speak on his own authority. Are you getting this? Even the Holy Spirit has been given his authority by the Father. But whatever he hears, he will speak, and he will tell you things to come. He will glorify me, and he will take of what is mine and declare it to you. All things that the Father has are mine. Therefore, I said that he will take of mine and declare it to you. So again, as we just shared, if Jesus spoke what the Father told him to speak, and the Holy Spirit spoke what the Father told him to speak, how much more important is it for us to speak what the Father's telling us? We have to submit to, the, to, to God and say, God, it's not my words, but your words. And so every time that we pray, we have to get out of ourselves and speak what God is telling us to speak. And if God's not telling you to speak, you need to be quiet. Amen. And so we have to understand this. So again, when we begin to get a hold of that, then we're going to see the miracles begin to happen. So number one, number one, we get our authority from where Jesus got his authority from his father. And so here's the second thing about authority that we need to understand. Thank you for keeping me on track, Dana. The second thing is, how do we get authority? How do we get it? And I'm going to take a moment. I'm going to read a lot of scripture here because this is what I found. It's really powerful, but you got to catch it because Jesus loves to speak in parables and he kind of tells how to get authority because there is a process and, um, and I'm going to show it to you here in the scriptures. Now, remember, you can't earn it. It's a gift. But, 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 but God can give it to you, and God can also take it away. Let me put it this way. Uh, authority is given to the responsible and taken from the irresponsible. And this is what happened to, to Satan and all of his angels. He took, he, they got their authority taken away from it. But the bottom line is this. We all need to walk in God's authority, okay? How many would agree with me? This morning, you need to understand how to walk in God's authority. So number one, I told you, your authority is given to you by God. But now the second question is, how do we get it? 
What are some things that just gets God's attention to give us this authority to use for his glory and his honor? And so now I'm going to show it to you here in Matthew chapter 21, verses 18 and 32. And I'm going to go slow. Okay. Now in the morning, as he returned to the city, he was angry. And seeing a fig tree by the road, he came to it and found nothing on it but leaves and said to it, let no fruit grow on you ever again. Immediately, the fig tree withered away. Now, how many of you would say that's authority? Don't go on yet. That's authority, right? That is authority in itself. But remember, Jesus is only speaking what the Father is telling him to speak. You catching the difference here. A lot of times we, we forget about God and we just think this is Jesus. No, Jesus has told us. He, everything he speaks, he's speaking it by what the Father is telling him to speak. And the Father spoke in his spirit, say, say, curse that fig tree, okay? Everyone understand that? And so again, when we pray, when we're praying, we, we want to speak what the Father is putting in our heart to speak and pray over people. And so he was speaking only what God was telling him to speak. Now let's keep going. And when the disciples saw it, they marveled saying, what did the fig tree or how did this fig tree wither away so soon? So Jesus answered and said to them, assuredly, I say to you, now watch this famous past scripture right here. He says, if you have faith and do not doubt, you will not only do what was done to the fig tree, but also if you say to this mountain, whatever that mountain is, it might be a sickness, might be healing, whatever that mountain is, be removed and be cast into the sea, and it will be done. But remember, who needs to be doing the speaking through you? God. So if there's a mountain, God needs to speak through us to, to that mountain, and that mountain will be moved. But, but, but here it goes on, and it will be done. And whatever things you ask in prayer, believing you shall receive it or will receive it. We might as well just rip this page out of the Bible and throw it away. Because many people don't believe that. We've prayed and prayed and we've never seen anything happen. Is it possible that we're struggling with understanding how to truly operate in the authority of God? It is not us, but it is God doing this. If we have faith in God and allow God to speak in us and through us at those situations that we're facing, just then maybe God could begin to work and move and we'll start to see the miraculous begin to happen. Because remember, it's not us. It's God who's doing the speaking, the Father. Now Jesus goes on and he goes into the temple. And this is where he gets questioned about his authority. Now listen to this. Now when he came into the temple, the chief priest and the elders of the people confronted him as he was teaching and said, now watch this, by what authority are you doing these things? And who gave you this authority? Well, we already answered the first question, who gave him authority? Our authority comes from God. But I love Jesus' answer because <laughs> he doesn't give them a straight answer. He starts questioning them. He said, I'm not going to tell you, I'm going to tell you completely that until I'm going to ask you a few questions now. Now, we know that where does, where does Jesus' authority come from? It comes from the Father, right? So things he's speaking, it, it, the Father's speaking through him. Okay, everyone understand that. We just read that. But Jesus answered and said to them, I also ask you one thing. <laughs> Which of you tell me? And I likewise will tell you by what authority I do these things. The baptism of John, where was it from? And by the way, what did, what did John preach? Repentance. Repentance. Okay, the baptism of John, where was it from? From heaven or from men? 
And they reasoned among themselves and saying, well, if we say from heaven, uh, uh, we will say, uh, he will say to us, why then did you not believe in him? Okay. But if we say from men, we fear the multitude for all count John as a prophet. But now watch this. Let's keep going to the next one. So they answered Jesus and said, we do not know. Probably a good answer. <laughs> and he said to them, now Paul's right here. Neither will I tell you by what authority I do these things. Stop right there. Well, I guess we're never going to know then, are we? We're never going to know how we get authority because he just said that. This is how people read the Bible right here. They stop right when it's about ready to get good. Here's the thing. And I, I, accidentally, my computer took out the quotation mark. There's a quotation mark right here. And that, that got taken out because when I do these, that it, it automatically takes those out if I keep everything together. So it, it, there's a quotation mark supposed to be there. Do you know what that means? He's not finished talking. He's got more to say. He's just messing with them. Neither will I <laughs> tell you by what authority I do these things. But he keeps going now. But now he tells them. Now here's where we got to catch it. But what do you think? Now he goes into this parable. <laughs> he starts talking about a parable about these two sons now. But what? Do you think a man had two sons and he came to the first and said, son, go work today in my vineyard. Keep going. He answered and said, now watch what this son does. I will not. He rebels for a moment. I'm not going to go. But afterward, he regretted it and went. He repented and said, I'm, okay, I'm going to go ahead and go. That's what's happening here. But then he goes, then he came to the second and said, likewise, and he answered and said, I go, sir, but he did not go. He rebelled and he didn't go. Then he asked him this question, which of the two did the will of his father? He just told us all how we get authority. Now you're not seeing it, but I'm going to explain it to you. I'm going to show it to you in just a second. Did the will of his father, which of the two did the will of his father? They said to him, the first, and Jesus said, assuredly, I say to you that tax collectors and harlots enter the kingdom of God before you. Mm. For John came to you in the way of righteousness. And what did he preach? Repentance, repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent, repent, repent. Confess your sins, repent what we just did before we took communion. And you did not believe him. But tax collectors and harlots believed him, and when you saw it, you did not afterward relent or repent and believe him. Did you all catch that? You didn't believe him. Now, Jesus just told them how we get authority. Did you catch it? We get authority by this way right here. You get authority by repenting and doing the will of the Father. You see, this is the problem with our world. We live with one foot in sin and one foot in, 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 in godliness trying to live straggling the fence. God's looking for someone to repent. When you repent, you won't want to do the things you used to do. Just repent. Have a relationship with God. I get so tired of people going, well, it's okay to do this. It's no. Why is it for me that I see sin and it's like everybody's got levels of sin? There's only one level of sin, folks. It's sin. 
And sin will send us to hell, will separate us from God's love. You want to know how to identify if you're sinning? Just have a relationship with God. Get as close as you can. Repent and truly repent. When you repent, man, you're getting on your knees saying, God, I am sorry. I am broken, God. I I give you, I am so sorry, God. Please forgive me. It's not, well, God, I'm sorry, but I'm still going to do this. I'm still going to live like this. But God, I'm sorry about everything else. That's not repenting. And let me tell you something, you will never be able to walk in the authority of God as long as you got one foot in, one foot out. And we see it in the world today. No, as Christians, folks, we're going to have to draw a line sometime. And I like what Joseph said, as for me and my house, I'm going to serve the Lord. I'm not going to put up with all the foolishness. And look, when I got saved as a young boy, as a young boy, I was 15 years old going to a church. And the worship leader was out front. Now, and I understand this. And he was doing some stuff that I I saw with my eyes that it just didn't didn't go right in my spirit. Well, who told me it wasn't right? The Lord told me. The Holy Spirit. When you have a relationship with Jesus, church, you won't need me or your neighbor. You won't need to call and ask people what sin is. That's a cop-out. That's just trying to find someone to agree with you. That's what's wrong with our world today. Oh, my goodness, am I meddling? I'm so sorry. But let me tell you something. We've got to learn to repent and get it right with God. And let me tell you something. And when the day you do, God's going to give you those new glasses, man. You're going to see sin for what it is. I don't want to do that anymore. I don't want to even come close to that anymore in Jesus' name. Amen. Wow. Is that okay? Okay. But if we're going to walk in the authority of God, you want to know why we're not seeing miracles today? It's because people have got one foot in, one foot out. And God says, I'm not going to give them authority to come over and, and, and get demons out of their life and get sicknesses. I'm not going to do that. They've not repented, and they're not doing my will. How do we get the authority of God on our life? Is by repenting and doing the will of the Father, by obeying. Just obeying. Obey. And you know what? If we never had this word, if we never had this word, when Jesus comes in my heart and I have a relationship with him, the Holy Spirit alone is enough to lead me and guide me and show me what is right and what is wrong. So, Pastor David, you better come and get me out of this real quick. But again, it's not me speaking the word of God to you this morning. It is the Holy Spirit. I'm only speaking what God has revealed in my heart to you this morning, church. And man, I'm telling you what, we've got to be ready. Because I'm telling you what, the enemy is going to attack the Christians and try to bring condemnation on us, try to bring shame on us for the way that we view God, what's in God's word. They're coming up attacking what God's word saith the Lord. They're attacking it. And you know what? They're going to attack us. But you know what? That's where God's going to begin to separate the wheat from the shaft. That's where God's going to separate the goats from the sheep. And then when it gets tough, guess what? The ones that's just playing church, they're gone. But when we get under really, truly uh, 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 chastisement, when the world really comes at us, you know what? I'm, I'm going to still stand right here. I'm standing right here in Jesus' name. I'm standing because I'm going to stand up for the glory of God while everybody else is running. Oh, that's a little too hard. No. How am I going to walk? Because I'm walking in the authority of God. And it may offend, but you know, but it protects. 
God protects me. And the reason why I do that is because God healed my body of cancer. What did he do for you? So don't, don't, don't argue with me. No, you can't argue in that fact. God came, delivered me from cancer, from the hand of death, and said, I'm not done with you, son. I'm not done with you, son. You've been obedient, and you've lived a repented life, and you're doing my will. And as long as you repent, and as long as you do my will, I'm going to keep my authority on you in Jesus' name. Amen. Wow. Hope you all get this. You know, it's like, it's like, let's say today, I ask you to go to uh, Scott's Hardware. We got an account there. We got accounts everywhere. Let's say I ask you, uh, Steve, I ask you to go to Scott's and get us a couple gallons of paint, okay? And uh, they already knew what we needed, whatever. You're going to go pick it up, and you're going to put it on our account, but they don't know you. And back when Larry was working there, Larry would do this. Remember this. Larry would call me and say, Pastor Gary, did you give so-and-so permission to come and get this paint? And I said, oh, yeah, Larry, he's a new guy in our church, and, yeah, I'm sending him over there. Go ahead and let him have that paint. You know what Larry's going to tell me? You got it. I just gave Larry the authority to give him that paint, and I gave him the authority to pick it up. You see, this is what our Heavenly Father does to us. Jesus, because he died at Calvary, he told you, Go and ask. Go and ask the Father if you could be healed. Go and ask the Father. And the Father looks at Jesus and says, Jesus, did you give him permission to come to me and heal him? Why, yes, Dad, I did. I died at Calvary for him. And he said, that's good enough for me in Jesus' name. Receive your healing in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 I need to bail. Here we go. Number three, and I'm done. I'll have one scripture. Come on up, praise team. Can you, what about everybody coming up here? Sing that good song, because that's what I'm preaching about. So this morning, if you need healing, I want you to get out of your seat, and I want you to run up here, because I'm going to pray, because God has given us authority, and others in this church have authority to pray over your body in Jesus' name. How do we use our authority? How do we do it? We don't use it for abusiveness. We use it for the glory of God. Let me show it to you. It's simple in one scripture, and it says this in 2 Corinthians 13, verse 10. Therefore, I write these things being absent. Lest being present, I should use sharpness according to the authority which the Lord has given me for edification, not for destruction. If it's not going to glorify God, if it's not going to lift somebody up, you got to keep your mouth shut. Because God didn't give you authority to look at someone and say, well, because you've been living in sin, this is what, no, blessed be God. You know, your teenager's not living for the Lord, but God has given me authority to tell you this morning that they will live for the Lord. They shall live and not die in Jesus' name. Because God has given me that authority to tell you and speak that into your life. Amen. Amen. Can you tell I'm a little excited about this? So this morning, I don't know what you're going through. I don't know where you're at. But there are people here this morning, God healed. This moment, God healed your foot. He healed my foot. Amen. That's our God. Why? Because you walk in the authority of God. You can say, no, my foot will be healed in Jesus' name. There are others here that you've been dealing with stuff over and over. It's time you get set free because God has given you authority. How do you do it? Just repent. Repent and just get back in the will of the Lord. Say, God, no longer my way, but God, I want it to be your way in Jesus' name. Amen. Come on. Father, I thank you, God, for your word. I thank you, God, for what you're going to do in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.